Thursday, February 13th, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Normally on Thursday, the dulcet tones of 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wolfong, pierced through the airwaves here. Steve Wolfong chose an excellent week to take his vacation. The Midwest is covered in a blanket of wet snow, and we have got quite a replacement. We had to amp up the salary cap for this week's show. The Dean of Ohio State Recruiting, Bill Curlick, joins us from a snowy Columbus. Bill, how goes it? It goes very snowy up here in Columbus. Uh, schools are out. Uh, snow is coming down. And uh, it, it is a good time for the dead period because you don't want to necessarily bring kids in for visits during all this snow. Yep, there's probably some other reasons you wouldn't necessarily want kids to be visiting in the next week or so, but we digress, and we are not going to address that today. We're going to stick to recruiting, and we're going to talk about Kamar Wilcoxon, Georgia native who has matriculated to IMG. If you look at his offer list, he's committed to Florida verbally right now. He's got Georgia on there. The Buckeyes are very interested, and the dean himself flipped the crystal ball for the first flip of Ryan Day. Please bring us some information here, Bill. Why Kamara Coxon was the flip? What you think of him? Well, not only are, are the Buckeyes very interested in Kamar, but uh, they like him a lot. Um, and I think um, uh, if he wanted to, that he could commit right now. Um, he has also scheduled an official visit to Ohio State uh, for the weekend of June 12th and 14th. And that's going to be a huge Ohio State recruiting weekend. Uh, uh, they are uh, taking – uh, pretty much the same path as last year where they're going to have a couple big recruiting weekends in June. Last year it was the weekends of June 15th and the weekend of June 22nd where they bought, brought in all those guys. And they're going to do the same type of thing this year. And one of those weekends is June 12th. And um, uh, I, he's going to be there. Uh, you know, I expect Jordan Hancock and Barrett Carr to be there likely. Um, it's going to be a big weekend. I think he'll come away very impressed. I know they like him a lot. And I know he likes Ohio State a lot. Um, he's indicated to me that uh, uh, that was an offer that he was really waiting to get uh, before it came from the Buckeyes. I just think that uh, uh, you've got Kerry Combs on the trail now. He has long recruited Georgia when he was uh, at Ohio State the first time. So, you know, his uh, insertion into the mix, I think that helps Ohio State. And I just think uh, that uh, Ohio State has an excellent chance to flip Kamar Wilkerson, Wilcoxon. And I do, though, think that he is quite possibly going to take all of his official visits before he decides. But uh, we'll see. I like the Buckeyes' chances to get it done on this one. Will Coxon is six foot two, 185 pounds, and he has run a verified 4.49 of the 40. They list him as an athlete. Where do you think Ohio State sees him positionally? They're recruiting him as a defensive back, as a cornerback. And, um, you know, when Ohio State lost Clark Phillips, certainly, you know, it wasn't that they did not want to keep Clark Phillips. They did. But um, Clark Phillips is five foot eight, and there were some questions as to, to his uh, height and length. Um, being able to guard outside receivers in the Big Ten, where the outside receivers typically are six two, you know, six three, that type of size. Um, 
with Ohio State likes to have long corners. Um, they brought in two this year with Ryan Watts and Legend Cavazos, who uh, both have height. And I think you know with with Kamar Wilkes. Coxon, that is one of the reasons they like him so much is that he can cover, he can play corner, and he has length that they're looking for. A lot of times guys with that length and that height can't run and don't have the quick twitch and the hips. What Coxon has at a four four nine at that size is, uh, I mean, he could eventually turn into a safety. Great frame, and it looks like the Buckeyes will be in the mix. They are also in the mix for two Georgia kids who chose to stay at their high school rather than go to IMG. Barrett Carter and Jordan Hancock just had a little update on Carter. Talk about that duo. Uh, outstanding, outstanding prospects. And there are, they are two guys that, again, Ohio State has a legitimate chance to land. Um, uh, Hancock already has an official visit set for June to Ohio State, and I look for um, – uh, I look for the same with Barrett Carter. I think he'll schedule a visit. Uh, you know, we I did an update on him yesterday. Um, I knew Ohio State was going to be in his top choices when he dropped those yesterday. Um, he had indicated to me that Ohio State was going to be in there. I just didn't know there were going to be 11 top choices that he was going to uh, announce. You know, truth be told, if he had dropped the top five or six, Ohio State was going to be in there. He likes Ohio State a lot. He's going to make an official visit with the Buckeyes, and um, you know he, he's a he's a guy that uh, you know, I could see ending up at Ohio State along with his teammate Jordan Hancock. Will he end up at Ohio State? Well, I'm not confident enough to crystal ball him to Ohio State. Georgia obviously is a school you're going to have to beat there, but he is a kid that legitimately could end up at Ohio State. They're recruiting him for the bullet position, um, a la Pete Warner bullet position at Ohio State, and he would be a great one to be playing that position for Ohio State. So we hear a lot about teammates or guys being a package deal. It's usually nonsense. Are Carter and Hancock super close and looking to go to school together? They're friends, but they will, as is pretty much always the case, they're going to make the decision that's best for themselves. Um, you know, Like you said, Dan, I, I don't necessarily – know that there are really much of any package deal, so to speak, anymore. Um, kids make the best decision for themselves, and if it works out that they end up at the same school, then then great. Um, you know, again, they're friends, and they've talked to, about that possibility, but they'll they'll decide what they the school they want based on their own personal needs. Based on our own personal needs, we're going to take a commercial break. I'll be right back. We are back, Bill, Michigan State. Brought to an end their brief coaching search with the addition of Mel Tucker. We all thought Luke Fickle was going to go there. He did not. Several other high-profile candidates, including Pat Narduzzi, turned it down. And that looked like it was going to be a bit of a dumpster fire search. They circled back and got Mel Tucker. We discussed this a little bit before the show. This was an excellent hire and probably better than what I expect them to be able to get given the circumstances and the way it was going. And for those who don't know Mel Tucker, he is a Cleveland Heights graduate, played defensive back at Wisconsin, and has got a coaching track record that is extremely impressive. First job ever was a graduate assistant under Nick Saban. He went to the cradle of coaches in 99 to coach at Miami of Ohio. He's coached at LSU. He spent several years at Ohio State, finished off as the co-defensive coordinator in 2004 before going to the pros. He's been around the pros for years. He's worked at Alabama, Georgia. He was the head coach at Colorado and now the head coach at Michigan State. 
You know him quite well. What did Michigan State get? And if you could possibly compare what you think the recruiting approach will be, Mel Tucker versus Mark D'Antonio, and how that will affect Ohio State, please do so. Well, not only did Michigan State get a very good football coach with a good track record that that you talked about, Dan, but they got a guy that's really personable, um, which is going to be big on the recruiting front for Michigan State. You know, as you mentioned, you know, you kind of started to wonder what in the world is going to happen at Michigan State with all the, um, you know, the talk that this person's not going to take the job or that person's not going to take the job. And uh, to end up after all of that with Mel Tucker, I think Michigan State did an outstanding job. Um, I've, I've known Mel Tucker, I guess it was around 30 years ago that I first met Mel, um, and I was impressed with him from the first time I met him. Um, like I said, he's very personable. Um, you know, I, I used to see Mel then after the first time I met him. I used to see him, uh, you know, from time to time, and it, it kind of reminded me as far as being personable of Jim Tressel, to be honest. Um, always had time, always has time to, you know, stop, say hello, talk to you, that type of thing. And all that is going to play well with recruiting. And as we know, you know, if you don't get great players, you're not going to win. Um, the thing that I think is going to be difficult for Mel is that they are in the same division with Ohio State, with Penn State, and Michigan. And that is really tough. It's as tough as any division at the top, in my opinion, as far as having you know, several outstanding schools as is any division in the country. So that's going to be tough. But, um, again, from where they were to get someone like Mel Tucker, I think it's a, it's a very good get for the Spartans. Um, I'm going to be very interested to see him, in particular, go head-to-head with Jim Harbaugh for recruits in the state of Michigan. And, and it's a good year, talent-wise, for prospects in the state of Michigan. You know, can he now get in on some of those guys and get Michigan State in the game with, um, you know, the Donovan Edwards and the Rocco Spindlers, and those are names that are very familiar with Ohio State fans, not just that uh, Jim Harbaugh wants. So uh, it'll be very interesting, but yeah, from where things were, I think Michigan State did an excellent job. Michigan State has smartly gone with another Ohioan to be their head coach because we know this about Michigan State and Michigan. They cannot survive without the lifeblood that is Ohio State talent. This has been proven over the years. So we will watch Mel see what he can do in his home state, and we will watch Bill Curley cover recruiting. Keep it locked in here, Bucknutters. Have a good one.